the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I used to love the, that, that expression I heard in my neighborhood. Drive it like you stole it, baby. It means take advantage of every moment you're in occupying something you shouldn't be. And Joe Biden is driving that presidency like he stole it, huh? He absolutely is. Every day, another atrocity on the American. Every single day. More force, less freedom. Their only goal is what to tackle next. Thank God they can only keep this son of a dog upright for about 35 minutes a day, or we'd really have bigger problems than we have now, and we already have huge ones. It turns out Joe Biden feels that, you know, listen, here's the deal. But, you know, hey, what do you got? You got rights. You got uh, amendments. Those amendments are not absolute. We let you pretend they are, which really goes to my point. Why I say we, it's pointless to talk about the Constitution anymore. It's really Swiss cheese doesn't represent a damn thing hasn't stopped one abuse of power not one that i can see i mean here we are the year 2021 would you say we're even as free as we were 20 years ago let alone 200 so is it really any any kind of shock that oh they're going to go after law-abiding people and just like that you're a felon because that's all this affects here since the 4th of april the fourth, there have been 73 shootings in Chicago. Has there been a, a policeman who came on to television who said, you know, I damn those ghost guns. It's the ghost guns. They're killing the city. It has nothing to do with ghost guns. This is about Joe Biden having the ability to take law abiding people who really took advantage of ghost guns. And it really isn't that big of a deal anymore because they're about the same price. But there was a time before the boom in gun sales, thanks to Barack Obama, there was a time when a ghost gun, which is an assembled gun by the pieces, you work on it. A lot of fathers and sons in rural area, uh, areas did this. And they would teach their sons how to be, how to do everything. You know how they are in rural areas. They don't want their kids to be spoiled brats who call their dad for money like all the rest of us. So they would teach their kids how to do it. So they would teach them how to build guns. That's who, I, that's who holds these guns. Gangbangers are not assembling guns. They don't have time for that, and they got all the money to spare because they have a drug empire to run in these ghettos run by Democrats where the aldermen are for sale like chicklets. And that's the real skinny baby. You want to blame the gun? Blame the alderman driving around in a $200,000 Bentley. That's the guy whose fault it is. Not the gun. And this little abuse of power isn't about anything other than the fact they can do it. That's all this is. Says This is going to solve not one of these shootings in Chicago. It will not stop one. All it's going to do is take people, law-abiding people, and make them felons overnight. It's the, but that's the only direction a clueless government run by these corrupt political whores who are nothing more than blind mice can go in. They only have one speed. Spend more, tax more, and, 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 and infringe on your liberty more. That's it. You're the biggest threat to them is a free man. So I want to play a couple of these clips to prove my point beyond the shadow of a doubt. I hit the button and it didn't work. It's, uh, you hit the button in there for me, kid. Joe Biden won. All right. I know he's busy. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend okay. in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment. It's an absolute infringement on the Second Amendment. It's, this is only targeted towards people who followed the law. Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. 
But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you. you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call a freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea is just bizarre. Wait, 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 wait. What do you say from this time of the Second Amendment, people weren't allowed to hold weapons? I'm pretty sure I heard that. Let's hear it again. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call a freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very- you know who couldn't? In the very beginning? Slaves. Those were called slave codes. See, everybody in this country could own a gun. Everybody. That's what it was built on. The only people who couldn't were slaves. And this is Joe Biden's administration in the Fourth Reich making U.S. citizens slaves. That's all every one of these laws is. Every one of of these spending bills. Every one of these new taxes. This is about taking the people who don't need government and turning them into the slave of government. This is very, this is a very telling sentence here. Because the only people in America that could not own weapons were slaves. Very beginning of the Second Amendment existed. Certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. Mm-hmm. So the idea is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic. Let me say it again. Gun violence in this country is an epidemic and it's an international embarrassment. Here, let's change the law. You want to fix something? Very simple. If you're convicted of any gun law, of any violation, if you're convicted of shooting somebody, you and your dependents are no longer eligible for welfare or social benefits. You want to turn the south side of Chicago into Disney World? That's how you do it. If you don't have a gun, it's not registered. If you don't have a FOID card, whatever little other encumbrances you want to put on gun ownership, if you're caught with it, you can't get welfare anymore. How about we do that? See, because that would be a solution to a problem rather than using this problem as a baton, as a spear, as a weapon against people who had nothing to do with it. This will not affect one slain on the south side of Chicago, New York. New Jersey, California. This will not stop one illegal alien from killing an innocent person. This will stop nothing. What this does is turn law-abiding Americans into felons who now have to pay, get licenses, and now it's an increased tax, a hidden tax, for the government if they allow you to keep the gun. Because we already know what they're going to do for the ammunition and yada, yada, yada. This was the one little nugget where people could assemble guns together, and they didn't have to follow every single rule that the government wanted to implement on your Second Amendment. Now, what is the statistical percentage of ghost guns used in mass shootings, used in school shootings, used in gangland shootings? Zero. Zero. That's that's just the truth of it. But Biden gets to feel good. He gets to feel busy. He's like he's like a little Lori Lightfoot. We have got to do a better job as a nation protecting our young people, our elders against gun violence. No, 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 we don't. This is your ghetto city that's doing this. Not we. What, do you got a bug in your pocket, honey? Just because you got your Geppetto costume on. What, do you got something in the pocket? There's no we, it's you. You do. But this is what they have to do. Pretend to be the victim who is outraged by the very problem she created and her ilk. This doesn't exist in cities throughout the country. Absolutely doesn't. It exists here. And what do we have in common with all of the wants and needs of the tyrannical Joe Biden? The most restrictive gun laws in the country right here. How's it working for you? It's not working at all. To turn pain into purpose and demand that we take the action that gives meaning to the word enough. No meaning. This gives no meaning. This is a political tax revenue generator. And that's all it is. Enough Enough, enough. Because what they want you to know, what they want you to do is not just listen. Who the hell is he talking about? Every day in this country, 
316 people are shot every single day. 106 of them die every day. Uh Our flag was still flying at half-staff for the victims of the horrific murder of eight primarily Asian-American people in Georgia. Primarily what, Asian-American people? Primarily sex workers. Am I the only one that wants to say it? You don't actually think those are like massage envy joints, do you? He was a sexual deviant freak who was irritated at the price of a happy ending increase, and that's why he went on the spree. All of a sudden, this is going to be used against law-abiding people. Any opportunity to take away your freedom and your rights. I'm so sick of being lied to as, and, and being told that it is, in fact, something that I have to give up for. I'm guilty of something because of some idiot. When 10 more lives were taken in a mass murder in Colorado. And who was that guy? Is that a white guy who built this gun with his son and his father and he, he just said he had enough? No. That was another moron scumbag lowlife whose actions cannot be used against me. This is this part of this phony society where you must submit for the betterment of strangers. It's why I've got 380 pound people telling me to wear a mask because you're real worried about health. 312 642 5600. What is the worst aspect of Biden's gun control? Because you know what I want to say it's going to be future confiscation, confiscation, and I want to know what you think. 312 642 5600. Nice pull, kid. Nice. Do you know what all um, countries who live under this kind of fascistic government have in common? A very strong underworld. Intimidation. Because, see, the people don't have guns to fight back. So when you're a shop owner, it's very easy to get shaken down when you have no gun. You have no way to defend yourself. Three guys come in. It would be a shame if this place burned down. They start shoving you around. The gun kind of levels that off. It also does for women. See, I know, I know that some of these women are, are in the Democrat Party, and especially at the HHS, are actually men. But for the most part, there is an inequality in physical strength. There is an inequality in what happens when men decide to harm women. They really don't stand a chance. The only th- time they do stand a chance is when they have a gun in their hand. So why wouldn't you make it super easy for women who live in these sewers like Chicago to protect themselves? Because you care about them? They're not interested in, 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 in law-abiding people having the ability to fight off the mob. They're interested in controlling the mob because the mob is a wing of a tyrannical government. And I'm sorry, that's, that's the only kind of laws, the only kind of rules that this benefits is the mob. Because the harder it is for law-abiding people to protect themselves against the scum that would shoot into a crowd or shoot at one-year-old baby in the head like the one that just happened the other day. The kind of scum that killed, what, shot 83 people, 93 people? You you think you're going to reason with them? You think they're going to care about any law you put forward? It's mind-boggling to me that people um, carry guns Mm -hmm. in the way that they do, that they use them in the way that they do, and they use them in that way when children are in the immediate proximity. Because they care about um, the children. We'll you, see what the investigation uh, uh, tells us about the, the further facts, but yeah. it's just a terrible tragedy. From the party that wants me to pay for the mothers to kill them, and we call it abortion, as long as, as we don't have to look at the kid in the eye, it's okay, right? Now, now they care about the kids. They don't care about the kids. I can't figure these people out. Because what she's talking about are people that are products of your Democrat utopia. This is happening in your Democrat utopia. It doesn't happen just outside of it. It doesn't happen in suburbs around it happens in the utopias that the Democrats build. Boy, I wonder how long it's going to be before people actually figure out these things. Teresa, Northside. Hey, Sean. Uh, here in Chicago, as you know, um, you know, the poor one-year-old boy who was shot in the head, uh, you know, adults who decided a lane change problem was worth shooting back and forth for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did that uh, make who was doing, you know, They don't know who shot because they get away. They don't know who shot because they get away. Just like they don't know who killed the 11-year-old girl two weeks ago. Just like like the the one thing they do know, though, is how the the 13-year-old got shot by actually firing at policemen at 2.45 in the morning. So in that case, the policeman's the bad guy. 
was a gang member with him. Yeah. And a gun. Yeah, 21-year-old kid was a gang member with a, cu- with a gun who lied about his name for two days, which is uh, until the mother said the kid was missing when she, she must have figured it out after the third day that the little boy wasn't home. So she fills out the missing exactly. report, and that's how they figure out who he is. That's why these are organized. Exactly. Is, these are gangs. These are gangs. And how do these gangs thrive in these neighborhoods? You mean to tell me nobody knows nothing? Nobody knows nothing. That's, that's how it works right. in all the mafia countries. Nobody knows nothing. Between the economy and between the omerta of the ganglands, I mean, why don't we just change the name to Venezuela? Maybe for once I could get a good pork sandwich. All right, let's go to Dan in Downers Grove. Sean, yes. great show, spot on again. Thank you. In uh, Ashton Cigar Smoking Dills. I'm on the way home to fire one up. Thank you. But anyway. It's my, my, my producer likes those. I like a little lavo, but go ahead. That's okay. We'll let you pass on this one. But anyway, um, this guy's been in politics almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. 62 million babies has died under his watch. And he thinks he's going to protect us, or he claims to. They can't even put clean running water in our homes. They can't even fix potholes. They can't keep the sewers flowing. Mm-hmm. And this guy's going to protect me? No way. I'll take my chances with my own AR. Dan, I love it. Thank you very much for calling the show. And here's another thing, the benefit of being in politics for 47 years. Exclusive, ICE gave $87 million no-bid contract to a business with Biden ties. Oh, it's a non-for-profit. I love these non-for-profits. How'd you do? I made $43 million last year. Boy, do you suck at non-for-profit. You're really terrible at non-for-profit. And who does it go to? A former senior official on the Biden transition team. Mm. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. And the rest of us suckers are working. That almost is upsetting as Mike Madigan raking in 8000 a month after robbing the city and turning it into a sewer. You got to love it. Jennifer Highland Park. Sean, I love you. I'm so excited you're on the air. I just love that all a woman right, says that. That's so sexy. Thank you. Go I ahead. love All right. So, number one, I've been stalking you a little bit. I sent you a little note. You're only human. And then I called and then I called the cigar shop today uh-huh. because um, I want to find out who your quote-unquote vaccine passport pal is. Sergey. Um, Sergey. All right. Well, I need it's, his information. Well, here. You're going to stay tuned. I've got Jazz Shaw coming on. And guess what? We're not the only two ones who thought about buying the hot passports or the fraudulent Seriously? passport. I mean, there's I'm thousands. Sean, I'm a nice Jewish girl. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a nice Jewish girl from the suburbs. And, you know, you always got a guy, right? Who always can, uh, got a guy. Get you to where you need to be. Jennifer, I love it. You stick around in case this marriage thing doesn't work out. Jeff Dundee. I'm kidding. It's 21 hey, Sean, years. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, uh, I was going to tell you about uh, this ghost gun and what I know about something that you can do mm-hmm. uh, and purchase it in the open market. It, and I'm, But I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. No, you're, that's okay. You're, I already know what you're going to say. Okay, I'm not going to say it. Thank because you. Because I don't want... Yeah. Jeff, we got a bad connection. Thanks for the call. And the, and the ghost gun, to Jeff's point, they've been around for 100 years. Everybody knows that guns can be tinkered with and made. This isn't, it's the point. It isn't going to stop anything. If you want to stop something, you need some policies that aren't punitive on innocent people, but are very, very punitive on guilty people. You know how many cops have, I've met in my life? I have a nephew that's a Chicago cop. You know how many times he'll tell me they arrest somebody for a gun? But they're out in the next day, sometimes that night. There's the problem. It isn't the fact that some guy, some farmer wants to show his kid how to make a gun and they make one, or they may have made one 10 years ago, and ta-da, after this legislation, he's a felon right now. I mean, of course, there's going to be a time period. You've got to register it. What do you think that's all about? Money, money, money. That's what it's about. My favorite part of the whole thing is since the beginning of the country, there were people who weren't allowed to have weapons. Slaves, number one. And number two, you know, those amendment things, they're not forever. They're what we decide they are. Keep thinking that we have a Democrat. Keep thinking this guy's a Democrat and not a fascistic, totalitarian, top-down Marxist scum. Because that's what they always are. And in the meantime, what do they produce? Failure. Unless you're in on the scam. $87 million contract. All you got to do is say hello to him. Promise to cut it up with the kid. Here's the other thing. Is this law going to affect Hunter getting a gun? How did that scumbag get a gun? Different rules for different people. Cameron, Fox River Grove. Sean, you're like a twin brother of mine. You're yeah, good looking, you too, it, huh? I'm thinking it. All right, very good. I love it. All right. We're like the Corsicans. So these guys, 
these, these guys is typical. This is just like Obama. This first round of executive orders just makes way for the second round once no one's challenged it. It's just the standard government shit. And in the meantime, Cameron, is it going to stop one gangster from having a gun, one gangbanger, one cartel member? Is it going to stop one of them? No, but it may stop their next victim. That's just a thought too far. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. I shot the sheriff, but I swear it was in All right, we're going to clean up the lines on this. Then we're going to move to more cheery news. Vaccines. Told you so. Dave, Downers Grove. Yes, John, I got two things, actually. Uh-huh. One is, out of all these shootings, how many actually carried a Voight card? I bet you none. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Come on. And, yeah, and second, now um, they want to change the foot pursuit law because some 13-year-old with a gun at 2.45 in the morning was running like it was wrong to chase him. Mm-hmm. These people are nuts. Well, what you've done, you know what, you know what's happened, Dave, is that the criminal has become the virtuous, and that the the law enforcement, the police officer, has in essence become the the criminal, and that's that's to a certain extent what has happened. Now, here's the problem with it: it they're only gonna it, it's only gonna harm those na- those neighborhoods that need the, the police the most. You know what they should be doing in the South Side is f- figuring out who are the who are the best people on that block to police that block and give them weapons. Give them weapons to fight off the bad people with the guns. I know it sounds crazy, but is what we're doing working? When I go on, you know, I, it actually kills me to go on, hey, jackass. It actually kills me that I know every day, a good day in the city of Chicago is 10 people shot. That's considered average. It's 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 astonishing, the failure, Dave, and, and their answers are sophomoric. And truly the actions of desperate people who are simply looking to impose their will on the people that are law-abiding in the first place. They have no answers. How about that welfare reform? How fast do you think that would work? If all of a sudden you knew, if you were guilty, if you got caught with a gun, if you were involved in a shooting, that's it. You and your dependents are off the cheese. I think I personally think it would be like Disney World. Dave Barrington. Hi, Dave. No good? All right, Dave. Sorry, brother. Yeah, you there? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Sean, congratulations. Love your show. Thank you, Mike. It's great to hear your voice, the voice of uh, a lot of thoughts in people's minds that uh, don't necessarily get to be expressed based on all of our avalanche of uh, um, fake news. Sean, uh, I, I just was listening to the other caller who just called in. I'm sitting in front of my mailbox. I just got my FOID card. Yeah. You know when I applied for this? Last a year ago. June. Yeah, well, they were a little bit behind. Last June! That's all right. That's it's how here. efficient I, they are. I think it's you good for 10 in. years. At least my old one was in Illinois. It was good no, for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, it's good for 10 years. So, yeah. you know, every 10 years you get one of these, but it takes uh, eight months, nine months to get it. Hey, you know, the reason why I called is the other day, maybe yesterday, I heard you say that down in Florida, you tell people that you're from the future because you're from Illinois, right? Yeah, I tell them I'm from their future if they continue to vote with the Democrat <laughs> mafia. Yes. And okay, where are you going to run? Well, well, what I'm going to say is this. You know, I guess we could all look to what our future is going to be when we look over to Brussels, when we look over to Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the protests that are going on there and the lockdowns and what they're doing to destroy um, basically the EU. It's already destroyed. Um, they can't even they can't sell but, their bonds. And, they're buying their own bonds. It's yeah. It's you going, mean like us? Yeah. Totally downhill. No, I totally. Well, I we're totally, not there yet. Oh, yeah, we are. The Federal Reserve has been propping up to the tune of one point eight billion dollars a week. We're buying our own bonds, kid. We've been doing it for a year and a half. Dave, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I love the call. I do have to. Uh, I'm, I'm crushed for time. Okay. I do love the call. But we're already there. And the, and the only difference to Dave's point is I understood that was going to happen there. That's what they accepted for a thousand years. We're the only country that willingly gave up our liberty. They never had it. Any gain for the EU is a gain at, because they always started out as servants to the queen. They always started out as servants to some dictator. We're the only country that didn't start out that way. In fact, we had amendments. We had certain things. I always said, Madison was right. Don't name one if you can't name them all. Because it wouldn't be long. 
before some moron in a diaper would do this. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. No. They're phony arguments Mm -hmm. suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. There you go. No amendment is absolute. There you go. You do not have an absolute right to liberty. And if you speak of it, you're a radical. Good. I'm the enemy of the state. Love it. Can't wait. If I, if I, if I could tolerate it, I'd get a tattoo on my forehead. I absolutely love it. Because the idea that we look to these fools, these, these do nothing. Joe Biden did nothing. Absolutely nothing his entire life. Never had a job like you and me. Really. Caligula for nerds is where he lived for 50 years. How'd you like to own a shot in a beer joint that had strippers in Washington, D.C.? You think you'd be hurting for money? You'd be living like you were Madigan. And because who's, who's occupying it? Both the political whores like Joe Biden and the sycophants who just have to have a politician like them to keep their job for 50 years like Fauci. And by the way, we're buying all advice from these people. We're putting stuff in our body from these people because they say it's OK. Well, I personally, if you listen to the show, you know how I feel about it. Not on your life would I put a rushed vaccine by a government dictate to private companies after, and by the way, you paid them in the beginning to crank out a a vaccine, and I'm sure it's going to be perfect. Vaccinations were stopped today at Dick's Sporting Goods Park after Centura says nearly a dozen people had an adverse reaction to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The state health department says people had symptoms like nausea and dizziness after getting the shot, and two people were taken to the hospital. Mm -hmm. That location is one of six mass vaccination sites giving shots to thousands of people a day. News reporter Mark Salinger joins us from Commerce City tonight as he's been trying to pry some answers out of Centura Health. Yeah, Kyle, we still know very little information about what happened here at the Dick Sporting Goods Park with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Centura will tell us that 11 people had adverse reactions to the vaccine after they got it and were in the waiting period where they were in observation. Two of those were bad enough that they had to go to the hospital. Now, Centura told us that more than 1,700 people got the vaccine here today, and 0.62% of those receiving the vaccine had a reaction. Again, that's 11 people. Here's the argument. You know, I can make the argument for the government. Their argument should be this. We've had as much adverse reaction as COVID has had deaths. So don't worry about it. See what I did there? That's what you got to do to these scumbags. You got to learn how to talk con man. Gypsy con man in a Brooks Brothers suit. That's how they should sell it to people like me who don't want to take it. It's not that bad. In fact, the reaction percentage is exactly the death percentage from COVID. Now shut up and take it. And shut up and stay in your house. And shut up and give me your business. Or take a loan. Just shut up. We'll give you $1,400. You shut up and you pretend that this 80-year-old moron isn't actually dementia-ridden and waiting for rice pudding and a diaper change. Centura says it followed its protocols and in an abundance of caution made the decision with the state to pause operations for the rest of the day. The state says there have been 10 previous reactions documented at community vaccine sites before today. We've asked Centura a lot of questions to make sure that we provide context for you about what happened, but if we have received few answers. We haven't been told if this was the first day that using this batch of the J&J vaccine, if they'll continue <laughs> administering the J&J vaccine, or what happens with the rest of this batch. Now, the state health department released a statement late tonight saying it does not believe anyone else vaccinated today at the site has any reason to be concerned. Just so you think it's okay, Just so you guys think it's okay. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fine. And by the way, how do you recall a vaccine? I want to recall. Well, what about the thousand people? You just stuck it in their arm. You'll be all right. Put some ice on it. 312-642-5600. Do you feel that more and more of these reports, I know they're going to come out as they come out. Will the vaccines be recalled? Will we gain our freedom back to say, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't have to take it just yet because the EU just made it mandatory for kids to take it to go back to school. Would you put this in your kid's arm? Not on your life, baby, would I do it. We'll be back after this. Nice. (laughs) I was born in the late 60s. I would have been big in the early 60s. Okay, kidding me? It talk radio, and I would have been fine. Um, the idea that, you know, I used to laugh off conspiracy guys. I really did. And they would do the mark of the beast and all that nonsense. Come on. Are you crazy? 
You're not going to be able to put that on my body. You know, no government's going to be able to force me to put something on my body, in my body. Really? Maybe I was really, really wrong. I always felt that the government, to a certain extent, was constantly conspiring to undermine our liberty. I understood when they started using terms like loophole and all that, what they really meant was my ability to maneuver without them, right? And I've, I picked up on that in my late teens. Wait a minute, the government's not representing me. They're ruling me. They're, they're, they're building these Rube Goldberg machines and rules and regulations so that I have to, I'm rewarded when I follow what they want and I'm penalized when I don't. But in the meantime, I'm still viewed at as their slave. And you don't really understand it until you start to do okay for yourself. And you say, what did I do wrong? I went to work every day. What do you mean I got to pay more? Because I did good? I got to pay more? Well, now I realize you're not representing me. And now all you got to do is figure out how to take advantage and extort societal problems while selling me a cure having none. And that's never been more prevalent than in the last year and a month. These are blind mice who know nothing. Now, they've they, they when Trump... Had warp speed, Kamala Harris, I'll never take the vaccine. Okay, I figured, you want to know something? I thought to myself, even though your father was a Marxist, even though the real only qualification you had is you're a great date for lunch, uh, you know, you're not always wrong. I thought, huh, she's probably right. I wouldn't take that stuff either. Well, now this idiot's in, in power, and guess what? You're going to be forced, you're being angled, you're being intimidated, and it's just a matter of time before you need this little vaccine uh, uh, voucher passport it's coming our way. There's no question about it. Lucas, Joliet. Hey, Sean, you know I'm a Navy guy. I was in the Navy for nine and a half years, and for nine and a half years, the Navy told me to take the flu vaccine. And every time, let me tell you, every time I took that flu vaccine, somehow, someway, I always managed to get some sort of sickness the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's proven that whenever your body takes in a, 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 a substance that's unnatural, that your body tries to fight it off or try to attack it in some way, shape, or form, making you more susceptible to other illnesses around you. So I'm not taking this thing. I'm going to sit this one out. Since I got out of the Navy, I've not been sick. Good for you, Lucas. I love that story. And I I have a personal relationship with somebody that had this afternoon I loved dearly and, and was very, very sick. And it was directly correlated to the second shot. But now I don't get to voice that opinion. It's hate speech, right? I'm greedy. How could you possibly want to control what's in your body what the hell is wrong with you aren't you patriotic just like the soviet union you will get in line and you will take it or you will be unpatriotic and you will be a terrible citizen and i know how that sentence finishes slash slave that's me terrible slave laura addison hi i just want to know why i just feel like everybody's walking around like zombies I mean, do you really going to put something in your body that you don't know what's going to, in five years, how it's going to affect you? When you've, when, mean, when you've cultivated people into, into this concept that they must, in fact, live their lives for strangers, and they, they, are, they must give up their rewards and their, their property for some unknown stranger, it isn't far, exactly. it isn't far to, to go. I think it was very strategic. If they they yeah, exploited this virus. Yeah, we are. You want me to argue with you that you're kind? Listen, I've always said socialism, Marxism, neo-Marxism, and communism, it stems from the same tree. Communism is and the it's tree. it's a handful of people These that are, are taking branches. us down, and we're just sitting there taking it. Is anyone protesting this? Or That's what, I, what do you think I do this for? It. I would be much better off walking on the beach right now, but I'm, do, I'm protesting. I'm doing my job, Laura. You've got to do yours. We've got to do ours. I mean, everybody says, what should we do? I'm doing it. I didn't want it. This, I'm 53 years old. I was fully prepared to go down and work on my tan. But this is what we do. This is my protest. Have your own. Stand up for yourself. When these people tell you to put a mask on, I mean, I understand you got to fly. i got to fly. I'm flying soon. i got to put it on. And I had a custom-made one out of T-shirt that I could drink water through. It's perfect. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking the call. Anytime. Listen. Yes, man, I'll tell you what, you're on the, right on the money there. Bullseye, because I'll tell you what, that vaccine and everything like that, um, people are trading off their um, God-given um, natural immune system to basically get uh, this problem. Uh, uh, well, and the other, thing, the other thing, too, Craig, is the science is sketchy. 
How, first of all, the science is sketchy. They test Viagra for 10 years before they put it on the open market. You can, Laz Kulshar, his entire industry is about going through and navigating the regulations for anything. Yet they want you to believe in the short time. This is a cure-all? <laughs> they have no idea. Just like they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to the economy. None. Zero. Zippo. No idea with gun control. They have no idea what they're doing. Because after all, none of them really did anything except sell you a line of BS for 47 years. And here he is. Drive it like you stole it, baby. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. That's right, it's in the armrest, smart guy. Declaration of Independence is in the armrest. Everybody's a comedian. If you've listened to this show when I filled in for Steve Cortez, one of my favorite guests is Jazz Shaw. I love this son of a gun. I do. It's the hat. It's the whole thing. How are you, buddy? How's it going, Sean? I'm doing well. Thank you. Finally getting spring out here in uh, upstate New York. Yeah, hotair.com. He's in upstate New York. I have you envisioned living in a cabin that overlooks a beautiful forest. you got those Adirondack chairs, feet up, cigar, a couple of uh, geisha girls in, the, in there preparing dinner. Am I right? That, that's weird you said that because it's, uh, it's actually a river oh. that it overlooks. Nice. But uh, I, I do have two Adirondack chairs that I built myself because I really like them. I'm bringing cigars. We are smoking out there one of these days, kid. Um, but in the meantime, I get to read your articles, which I love. I absolutely love them. So I want to go over a couple, if you don't mind. When this first came out with the vaccines, I knew, I had a feeling, I knew it was going to go to passports. I just figured out, I actually thought it would be a little more sophisticated than that index card they gave you. So, you know, I'm from the old neighborhood, and uh, this looked like something that would be no problem. This looked like something a guy named Yuri could get me for $250. It turns out I wasn't the only one that thought that way, huh, Jess? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I can send you a link one of these days if you want. I, I actually predicted this back in uh, late November, early December of last year, uh, that at some point people are, the government's going to want to start issuing immunity passports so they can keep track of you know who's vaccinated, who isn't, and all that stuff, and ostensibly to let you go out and about your business. But, yeah, uh, I have a, a copy of one of those immunity passports right here at my house, and my wife's a frontline worker, so they gave her one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, like I wrote in the article, it, it's no shock to me that, that the FBI in Pittsburgh has already tracked down people that are selling these things because I looked at it and I was like, I have a nephew who's in eighth grade, <laughs> and with, with a laptop and an inkjet printer mm-hmm. he, and a, a decent photograph of one of these, he could knock one out in 15 minutes easily. I was laughing you know? here in but, Chicago. We have a uh, a guy who literally, this guy's name is Robert Murphy. He's on a morning show. And when it first started COVID, I was watching it with my wife in the morning. I said, wait a minute, is that a hammer and sickle on the piece of art behind him? This son of a dog, you, you can't write this stuff. He had a Soviet artwork behind him as he's telling us we have to lock down he was one of the first to lock down so he's been their go-to guy every day they bring on this this northwestern professor good for nothing his whole life all of a sudden he's important and he held that card up on the first day and i the first thing i said is well i'm making one of those it was like instantaneous that this was going to happen and to this day when i refuse to wear my mask and someone will look at me i go ah that's all right i got the vaccine with the card and it's just it's it's amazing to me how 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 stupid they think we are going to be and how easy we will be led around. And, and the reality is maybe I'm wrong because it looks to be 98% of us are going to follow these rules. Yeah, could be. But, uh, you know, some places like New York, they, they put in a, a fancier digital one that you have an app on your phone. Ooh. But here's the thing. Uh, number one, we all know how good the government is at not being hacked when they put together an electronic <laughs> system. But, 
they had to put in a disclaimer in the law when they started this uh, digital vaccine for the app on your phone that, you know, well, there's people out there who are too poor to afford a cell phone or cell service or older people that don't use the technology. So you got to let them use the paper one. So that part of it was basically meaningless anyway, because all you got to do is walk up with the paper one that you bought from uh, Guido on the corner down there. Yeah. And, uh, and just walk up and go, no, I don't have a cell phone. Jazz, I'm so sick of this. You're good to go. I'm so sick of this excuse. People are too poor. I'm not kidding you. I've got bums on the corner by the studio, and I'm not not joking around with you. They got an iPhone 10 and a Fitbit. I said, what the hell does a bum need a Fitbit for? Clean shoes and a Fitbit. I want to meet these people who are too poor to have a cell phone. Everybody's got a cell phone. It's ridiculous. What is it called? That uh, dash where they bring you the food? Dine-in dash, whatever it is. They're bringing it all to all people on EBT cards. There's nobody in this country too poor anymore. Our welfare people live like they made 70000 a year. But now to the app fraud. This brings me to your next story. China, because you know they're going to perfect this thing. We'll be buying it from them on that TikTok. So now it looks like we're talking about boycotting the Olympics. How does this work when so many of our companies, including our, our, the NBA, MLB, have now massive contracts with China. How is the U.S. government going to boycott the Olympics? Well, my, my first guess was they weren't because the person in the White House uh, allegedly, and looks like a pretty solid story, has made quite a fine living off of his son collecting a lot of money from the Chinese. So that would be a little awkward for them. But, uh, yeah, they, they published a story, uh, if Politico published a story earlier this week, and said, uh, yeah, we're looking at uh, boycotting the Olympics. And it was less than a day when that got clamped down on and somebody came out, a uh, spokesperson uh, for the State Department, was like, oh, no, 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 we're not even thinking about boycotting the Olympics in China. I don't know where you got that story from. It's like, well, we got it from your spokesperson. We have his name. We have him on video. And they're like, well, that, that was a misunderstanding. you know." So, no, I don't think they're boycotting anything. But uh, it, right. it wouldn't be a bad idea, and if you were going to do it, then you'd probably want to talk to all of your allies and just go, hey, let's all get together and do this, and then China's going to look like crap. Yeah. Uh, First of all, they're no, hedged, the, and China's hedged. They, they, they've got uh, Hunter on the payroll, and they've got Mitch McConnell's wife, the, the shipping heiress. I mean, who, who's going to really force the boycott? This is lip service to buy off the Trump people who, who knew what would happen if Biden won, knew how fast it would be before China overtook us in, in standings from the economy to production. And this is, to me, just, just a head fake. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm guessing head fake. Uh, there's a story just came out this evening. I just tweeted about it a little while ago. You probably see it by tomorrow morning. Uh, you you might have heard of Boston Dynamics. They make those creepy robot dogs. Sure, love the dogs. Uh, yeah, and uh, those dogs just showed up in a number of places in China in the possession of the police, and they have no license for any of that. They stole the technology, and now they've got our robot dogs working for the cops in China. That's a that's a, right out of the Minority Report. That company. And they have a soldier that's ferocious. I'm t- I mean, this could all be, I could be like that, uh, who is, I can't remember the hero in, in Terminator. What am I, John, uh, John something, John Connors. I'm going to be the next John, John Connors. Connors. I'm going to yeah. be the next John Connors. So look, you've got two stories I really want to get to. Biden caves will lift sanctions on Iran. Uh, no kidding. Uh, is anybody really surprised at this after his admitted, the past administration he was affiliated with basically gave him billions upon billions? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure everybody's totally shocked. I mean, who could have seen that coming? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we saw, it's another one of those two-stage ones. We saw a story earlier this week that said that the Biden administration is going through third-person back-channel discussions and reopening talks uh, with Iran. And I wrote about it at that time, and I was like, okay, there's two possibilities. Either Iran ran out of patience and... Maybe they're just like, well, we're not going to get anything out of Biden, and let's go ahead and talk and see what's on the table. The other possibility was that under the covers, without anybody knowing, Biden had sent word that he was going to lift sanctions. It was not even 48 hours later that we got confirmation that Biden is moving forward to lift all the sanctions that were put in place after Trump took office under the maximum pressure campaign. And uh, now they're apparently going to start talking again. So we're back in the nuclear deal, except with Iran in a much stronger position with a lot more of a nuclear program than they had 
back when Obama and Biden were in charge. And yeah. now we're not going to put the pressure on them that Trump did. So go figure. It's a lot of damage in a very short period of time. I wish that uh, Jill would stop taking notes while they wait for that Viagra to kick in. Boy, they got a lot of bad ideas. But here's something I found very interesting by you, because I'm fascinated by this topic, and I want to save it for last. The UAP Task Force. A lot of people, you know, I, I saw the first one come out. What was it, 2013 when the first one came out? The report on the information after 45 years of the government denying Area 51. We found out it's a, it's a bustling hub of, of, of just dark money and who knows what the hell's going on there. But they actually have a task force. I'm curious to know about this. Yeah, there was a, a slight break in 2013. 2017, uh, the New York Times broke the really big news about a program called ATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, that they had been running for a while in secret. And the Pentagon was studying UFOs and collecting data from military places where military people, where these weird things that nobody knows what the heck they are, uh, were making incursions into our restricted airspace. And they studied that. And finally, there was this guy named Lou Elizondo who ran the ATIP program. He wasn't getting anywhere with these guys because nobody was cooperating. So he quit and he went public and he released three videos that the Pentagon later owned up to and said, yeah, those are real. And then we found out uh, last year, officially, it had been going before this, the Pentagon set up this group called the UAP Task Force. UAP is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. It's the new fancy word for UFOs. So they've been studying this. And then the Senate Select Intelligence Committee, uh, at the end of last year, passed a measure and got it signed saying that they wanted this UAP task force within 180 days, and the clock is ticking, it's up on January or June 25th, to assemble a report for what they found out about all these weird things, what their best assessment is, what's going on, because so far the Pentagon's saying, yeah, we got these videos, we got these pictures, here, take a look. We got no idea what they are. And uh, that report's supposed to be due in June, and it's kind of getting stonewalled by a lot of the people in the intelligence community because there's 17 different intelligence agencies, all five now, including Space Force, of the military branches and all the various departments there. And they're supposed to be going around this task force and collecting the information to get <coughs> excuse me to get this report put together. And uh, yeah, they're they're having trouble. So well, that's why there's there's a whole bunch of us. Uh, a little later this month, that are trying to organize one day where we're going to try to get as many people as possible to go ahead and either call or send an email on the same day to their senators, to their congressmen, and say, hey, we'd like you to come out in support of the Senate Select Intelligence Committee and go on record saying we want this report delivered and we want it made public. So we're doing this thing called the Big Phone Home. Okay. And... We got a website, big, bigphonehome.com. I, I should say, I'm not the organizer. I didn't create it. I'm just somebody that's participating because they're trying to get a lot of journalists, you know, to, to get the word out. And uh, they got resources there. You type in the zip code you live in, hit a button. It'll give you the phone numbers and the email addresses for your representatives. And even if you're not familiar with this topic, they got some suggested very short script, like just say this or write this, mm-hmm. you know. And if we get enough of these uh, swamp dwellers to hear from us and go out in public, then they might be able to force their hand and get this report out, because I think it's something people need to know. I'm actually very familiar with it. I've been following it for years and years. And uh, I'm very optimistic because I'm hoping that the aliens have some kind of answer for our death and all of the problems we have. And I'm very convinced that the aliens will not like Joe Biden. And I'm rooting for the aliens. So that's where I'm going with it. And one of my favorite shows, honestly, is Ancient Aliens. I'm fascinated by it. I have to tell you, in the pyramids, how we could never build them today and how they're all over the planet. And little, I love all that stuff. I know it's crazy. The kid in there is laughing at me. That, that's, that's very, I like it. I like it. And it would, it would help me understand that my only options in life are not the people I see. Because I don't like people. I'm really rooting for the aliens, and I'm hoping that they think just like me and have a lot of money and that the women find me attractive. That's all I'm hoping for. Hey, you know, as far as the people thing goes, I didn't even notice the lockdown because I rarely leave my house. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, You've been locked yeah, down since the, the 80s. Thing, I, I, I enjoy that ancient alien show. Sometimes my wife and I watch marathons of it. But, sure. 
the stuff that the Pentagon's dealing with, I, I just, to put all joking aside, um, we don't even know that it's aliens. It's just something we don't know what it is. And apparently, our, our own people in the military, they don't think it's ours. They don't think it's the Russians. They don't think it's the Chinese. They can't explain the technology. We don't know how to do this stuff that they're seeing them do. It should be physically impossible. And if it's not us or the Russians or the Chinese, well, the list of suspects is getting pretty short. So then, if you get them to admit that much, maybe the next step is we go, well, maybe it's, you know, I don't know. Somebody from another planet. Here's the other thing, too, Jazz. They denied the existence of Area 51 for over 70 years. They lied to everybody. They said it didn't exist when there was undeniable fact. So, you know, call me silly. I believe the aliens more than I do the government. Thank you, Jazz Shaw. Hotair.com. I appreciate it. Please keep me up to date on everything. Will you please? Thank you for having me on and bringing up what I feel is like one of my favorite pet topics, and I really appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Anytime. Talk to you very soon. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments, 312-642-5600. Would you trust the Democrats or the aliens more? I know who I pick. We'll be back after this. I got to tell you, I thought we'd get a lot of calls on here. <laughs> I really did. I guess you were right for laughing at me in there. But I'll never forget it was in Wired 2012. They exposed that the Pentagon in the black budget was spending in excess of a hundred and something billion. I can't remember the specific number. It was a long time ago and I'm old. But this is something that they literally have been questioned about for decades. And they have told the American people, nah, it doesn't exist. Now everybody out there knew it exists knew it existed, and now there's planes that fly in. They still don't know what the hell's going on. There was the guy in the 80s who came out and said he was working on products, and they laughed at him. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, I find it, um, I'm just real reluctant to trust anything, a government that would look in the American people's eye and lie to them on a daily basis and just believe them for what they tell us on something like this. I just do. But I, I, I didn't believe them when they said that Obamacare was going to fix everything. Didn't believe it. And here we are, what, 12 years later, and it's an absolute disaster. A disaster that has taken our costs, throw them up 400%, delivered nothing of what they said. In fact, it's so bad, they admit, you know what, this son of a gun needs just a little more money. Yeah, that's always the answer. They have one direction. One direction. I didn't believe them when they said that, uh, you know, the government, if it spends, it's called investing. It's investing. We're investing in your neighborhoods. You mean like Chicago? Is that is that your idea of investing in my neighborhood? Because it turns out swimmingly, swimmingly, where now there's really not a good area anymore. It's not where are the bad areas. It's where are the good areas? Um, Lori Lightfoot had a press conference, which I found to be so aggravating, not just because she walks around in that Geppetto costume and wants me to think she's just a little old fella. It's because she's been spewing nonsense. Story broke in the Sun-Times. She's making 400000 a year from her job she left. How's that work? How's that work where they just keep paying you? I guess it works the same way it works with uh, Mike Madigan getting 8000 a month. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But during the press conference, I found what she said to be insulting. And I found that phony anger voice she has to just be laughable. And I'm wondering, how long is it before Democrats feel that way? Can you tell me why the press availability was canceled at Ping Tom Park? And does it indicate a widening breach between you and the governor? Because you did not appear today. No, 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 no. Um, No, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, the governor and I uh, may not agree on every policy issue, um, but he and I uh, have worked very, very hard over the time that I've become mayor to make sure that we have a very good working relationship. And we do. The the simple matter is I had a pull aside with the vice president and the press conference started without me. So I suspected that folks might want to hear from me. So we decided to have this avail here at City Hall. So that's that's a simple fact. So you didn't relocate this press conference because of the protesters at Ping Tom Park? No, as I said, my understanding from my staff as I got in a car finishing with the vice president as the press conference started uh, with the two senators that, that were there. So from what I understand, there are protesters that are demanding her resignation. There are protesters. And ironically, I wonder why they're never on the news. I wonder why Chuck Gowdy does does um, exposés on old bookies rather than what's right underneath his nose. Uh, I don't know. All right, Dusty. 
How are oh. you, Dusty? How are you? Doing, doing just fine. I just want to comment that I wouldn't trust Democrats or the demons or the uh, aliens, if they would be called aliens, because Democrats are Democrats, and a right. buddy of mine and I have a theory that the uh, alien crafts out there that, you know, you're a religious person. Something's not normal with the way things are sometimes with these videos, and it's probably some form of a demonic so, so you're talking, see, Dusty, what you're talking about, by the way, see, Dusty thinks he could trip me up like you in there. He's talking about chariots of the gods. That's the theory. Did you know that, kid? Ah, what do you know? You're just like laughing at me when I mention aliens. It doesn't matter. I'm fully aware to be open to aliens. After all, I need them to save me financially because the Democrats are destroying me. 312-642-5600. I think we should probably stick with the question. Aliens or Democrats? I kind of like where this is going. We'll take your calls after this. <laughs> me if you will but we generated a lot of phone calls and a lot of laughs it's only so much bad news we could i mean come on they should be thanking me i didn't play this dimwit in diapers and the rice pudding talking about how righteous he is i didn't play Lori lightfoot in her geppetto costume we might as well have a few laughs and i promise this will be the last call on the segue because dave in lansing segues into my next topic dave in lansing turn down your radio although i love the song what's up kid Dave, you there? All right. Dave was going to say something about how the aliens from outer space are kind of lured or maybe lured by the illegal aliens walking across our open border. That was the segue into the thing. Dave blew it. That's why he'll never be a co-host or an assistant such as myself or a host. Um, Because uh, I don't know if anybody's watching the news, but the cartels are loving this. They're loving this southern border. They can't get it up. In fact... They caught a kid. I don't know if you saw this. He had a Nissan Maxima. This stupid son of a gun was so lazy that he literally put just bundles of cash, millions upon millions, just laid it in the back seat, said, ah, I'm just going to drive right through. So there was a congresswoman uh, from Iowa, I believe, Ashley Hinson. She went down to the border and she brought up a point I thought was very interesting. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Ashley Hinson from Iowa's first district. Um, we have to fix this. We have our work cut out for us, but it's very clear to me as on my very first trip here to the border that Congress has been kicking the can for far too long. And I'll take it one step further. My colleagues have asked for President Biden and Vice President Harris to come here. Speaker Pelosi needs to come here, too, because just yesterday she said that things are moving in the right direction. Well, we can tell you we just sat down with law enforcement officials from all over this border community, and they're telling us otherwise. They're telling us their resources are strapped, they're being outspent by cartels, and the cartels are changing their game faster than they can keep up. That's concerning to me as an Iowa mom. This is a safety and security issue for our families, not only here on the border, but across this country. In Iowa, we have two major interstates that intersect, Interstate 80 and Interstate 35. Those traffickers, those cartels are sending their drugs. They're sending their people straight up Interstate 35 right into Iowa. And it's putting our communities at risk. So I'm very passionate about this issue. I'm ready to get to work on fixing these problems. I serve on the Appropriations Committee, and I serve on the Homeland Security Subcommittee. So we're ready to to step up and make sure we can provide the resources necessary to fix this problem. But it doesn't just stop with money. It starts with a change in policy, and we are committed and prepared to do that. Thank you very much. Now, a week ago, I think it was a week ago, I played the clip of the actual illegal alien who said he's came here because of Joe Biden, because of his policies. We know this. There is a surge. There is an invasion. Whatever term you want to use, I believe they've been lured here, and I don't blame the good people who have been lured here. And we could focus on the failures. $800 a day for, for, per child. That's what we're spending. They are giving contracts to their friends for $87 million. Of course, this, this particular company has a uh, contract with Biden, and we know that it's going to be broken into stories. The non-for-profit organization, Family Endeavors, that just can't stop making profit. Um, companies like this, this is the one they caught, the hundreds they haven't. The, the, the destruction to both the, the immigrant, the illegal alien, who desires to be a legal immigrant or not, whatever the case is, what you've done and the destruction we've caused to those families, we really have have absolutely no idea. But where we have some idea is the destruction it does to our families and the destruction it does to America. Now, because we have decided to have both a phony war on drugs and an even more phony war on poverty, 
what's happened is the two have collided and it is unfortunately dragging more of us into the bottom than it is taking people in the bottom and helping them out of it. There is a reason that El Chapo was here in Chicago and it wasn't just because he liked Pilsen. The reason is logistically we're the perfect place to be. And the roads and the expressways that that congresswoman was talking about really are patrolled, but they can never be patrolled enough to stop the 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 drug trade from implementing a, a porous border like we have in the southern border and laws of sanctuary cities to really become kingpins. Joe Biden wants you to focus on immigrants and citizenship He wants you to focus on the welfare of the poor and giving money to people who are not citizens and helping their kids with health care. That's what they want you to do, because that is the veil, the Trojan horse that they pack the, the real ale and the real the real evilness that's happening to our society. The drugs are flowing at an unbelievable rate prices in the drug world are going down not up because they have no problem filling that demand supplying that demand it's never been more rich and ms-13 and the cartels of various areas they're thickening they're going back and forth because now their side hustle is the babies their side hustle is the kids but in the meantime the drug busts are almost accidental because you've taken up our ICE, our immigration, our law enforcement, and you've turned them into daycare workers. And this is truly a, 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 a problem that is going to benefit the very people who created it. It's another one of those useful weapons where they are going to use this as an excuse to give $87 million no-bid contracts. And you know what this company did? This company just created the, the they brokered the housing for the kids. 87 million and it was a no bid i can't wait till we get chuck gowdy out of al's beef and away from uh my old, my neighborhood where he he likes to do stories on bookmakers instead of stories on contracts like this because why it goes back to democrats they are really raking it in and you think they're gonna we're gonna appeal to their better nature and they're gonna stop it why why when these drug cartels Boy, they seem to flourish in these Democrat areas. I mean, they really seem to flourish without him, without uh, without any real issue. What's the big issue? Think we'll get ten shot or maybe fifteen today? I don't know. All right, David, Bristol, Wisconsin. How are you, John? How you doing? Uh, love the show. Wife is uh, Sherry from Starbucks. Three quick things. <laughs> okay. COVID is the Trojan horse for the vaccine. It's not COVID. You should fear. The goal was depopulation. The long-term effects of the vaccine will prove that. Number two, the attempt to uh, de-arm the American people will never stop. We are the last free country on Earth, and once they have conquered us, they will have no problem getting the rest of the world to fall in line. Number three, fear is a reaction. Courage is a choice. I love it. David, I love it. I love all, you know, I get it. I get all three of the points. And I thought that the, that the population control was that the doctors, they said, were the experts in the vaccine. Because I know when I see outwardly, it really takes, that's good for population control right there. No, thank you. 312-642-5600. We'll take your calls when I get back. Good song. Hunter Biden got his drugs from. Where do you where do you get his drugs? I hope this didn't put a dent in the wallet. Drew Naperville, how are you, Drew? It's it's the big shoes dance. You can't go wrong with Pee Wee Herman. Huh? Dan Prof dresses like yeah. Pee Wee Herman. We play the music. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so connecting some dots and following the money, where does all the heroin come from that's coming across the border? The place we're having a war for 21 years, yet it doesn't seem to damage the poppy fields. Shocker. It also comes from Iran. Yeah. But and we, Southeast it's, Asia. It's Afghanistan. It's a big deal. We've been bombing that son of a gun for 21 years. You'd think they could figure out where the poppies are. Go ahead. You'd think. 
Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd, you'd think that would be the case, but, um, you know, I, my, my suspicion would be that China has a lot to do with trafficking that opium across our border. Yeah, well, I'll never forget. There was a story. You remember the movie um, American Made? It was about the pilot. I can't. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the guy's name as I'm talking to you. It was the pilot who, were, who had affiliation with the CIA. And it turned out yep. his name was Barry Seal. Barry Seal uh, was affiliated with the CIA, but when push came to shove, he actually started had his his big land in Arkansas when Bill Clinton was the governor, and uh, he was the the logistics expert in the air for um, Estebar or what's it Pablo Estebar? Is that my? Yep. I think I'm butchering his name. And it, it was it was kind of the same thing, kind of like a, a that whole Iran Contra thing. They were going to fund the. Sandinistas by helping the drugs and I can't help but notice I, I, I feel the government has been far more effective at becoming a logistics assistant for drugs than it has been in this war on drugs and when you see well you know go ahead there, there's some there's something to be said about and I think you think you said it the other day is you know keeping the population numb yeah. um An intoxicated intoxicated society is a dependent society. That's why even though Russia had no food or clothing, they had a lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. And even even Russian, even the Soviets, they wouldn't release opioids on their people. But look at how we did. And look at how many of these K Street lobbyists helped. See, here's the other thing. It's not just the illegal drugs. It's the legal drugs. And you're going to tell me these people who created these drugs had no idea? They Not only did, did they have an idea, they had a real good lobbyist. That's why I prefer aliens to politicians. 312-642-5600. And uh, we got Victor on the line. Victor, how are you? I know. Good, brother. How's things? All right? Wonderful, wonderful. I keep wanting another hour. But other than that, things are good. Uh, well, I'll see what I can do to pull that pull that string for you. Thanks. Um, my my thing is this, and, and God bless the woman from the congresswoman from from Iowa who who called on our leadership to go down to the border. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's important for that to happen. My my question to you is this, and I do not wish ill on President Biden, even though I disagree with him vehemently on pretty much every syllable that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, do you think that he can physically make the trip of several thousand miles and then make it back to Washington without without some detriment to his his already fragile? Victor, I thought it was I, I, I honestly didn't take his candidacy seriously. I really didn't. I didn't think they were serious when they were running him. I thought that they were, yeah. you know, that I, I, I he obviously has been ill for a while. And I say that I remember when Joe Biden had his second aneurysm. He was a senator. He had the second aneurysm. I, I mean, I'm not wishing ill on him either. I, I think it's terrible what they're doing. In fact, I'm shocked that his his people close to him wouldn't say, you know, Joe, you're, you're obviously not up to the task. I mean, did you see his speech yesterday when the when the uh, the uh, teleprompter went went numb and he, he's frailed? He looked at it. He reached for his car. It's hard, you know. And I I can't stomach the guy. He's obviously not capable. And to your broader point of, you don't think he's physically able? He's not physically able to be exposed to certain things. I think. I really believe that. I think he's definitely. We're gonna we're gonna learn in time. This is that moon over Parador thing where they are really propping this son of a gun up. They're not doing a justice to to him. They're not doing a justice to the American people. But they're getting their way because no other politician could have stolen our freedoms in the way Joe Biden did in three months. It's a, it's, a, it's unprecedented. Drive it like you stole it. I'll be back tomorrow five to seven. Don't believe in shooting stars, but she believe in shoes.